Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Guys, are you ready? It's time for episode 189 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. We're going to do all the things that we normally do, right? We're going to talk about those three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. That's what we want to do. And I want you to do something for us. If you would take a moment, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and a really solid review. We would be super duper grateful for that. Perhaps we're going to give away a trip to Chateau d'Ismail. Oh, is that? With homemade enchiladas. I don't know if anybody wants that as a prize. That's <laughs> <laughs> If anybody looks at our Instagram accounts, they're definitely going to get better food at your house because you're always out there with the, uh, the trifecta hey, hey, of hey, hey, meat hey. cooking. Let me tell you, let me tell you, the, the enchiladas were fire. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were fantastic. I make good enchiladas, but you do, you, you know, do. I think you cook way more than I do. So that's probably <laughs> a better, it's probably a better prize. <laughs> Guys, you, she's here. You know her. You love her. It's big. Yonce. Yonce. I'm back. I'm back in the house. <laughs> back in the hizzy out of the basement. You had a little uh, walkabout last week, right? I did. I had a little walkabout in Mexico. It was Ooh. beautiful. Uh, humid. Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, hot yeah. and humid, but it was beautiful. Had a good time. Nice. Good time. Nice. Good I'm just here in, in my basement. I know. No breaks for me. No, no, no natural sunlight. <laughs> nothing. Nothing happening. Exactly. You just That's stay why in I that look basement. Like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so good to be back. I'm so excited to be here. Man, hanging out with the peeps. 189? Is that, is that yeah. what you just Can said? Can you believe it? Can you even believe that? No, I can't. I don't know how we Can got you believe here. that? I can't. <laughs> what is happening today? <laughs> Did you learn new things with Scott while I was gone? I just, <laughs> what, oh it's man. straight gas, man. Straight gas. <laughs> oh no. Bad oh, no. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're going to have some fun today. Uh, as you can hear, Brian is already on a roll. <laughs> and I think more, there's going to be more to come. There's more where that oh, came yeah. from. Oh yeah. We're going to share some prayer concerns, have a good time laughing at those. Uh, we're going to be sliding into the DMs and tackling a question that came through, um, basically a young leader, they're young and leading and they're looking for someone to mentor them, but they can't find anyone. And so, you know, how do you handle that situation when you're early on in your journey? So we're going to kind of talk through that a little bit. Then we're going to be sharing an interview that we had with Michael Bethany, who is the worship pastor over at Gateway Church in Dallas. We had a phenomenal chat with him. Yeah. Um, share some resources. We're going to be sharing everything sharing everything yeah, we share our a lot hearts. Of sharing. So much sharing. A lot of sharing. A lot of sharing and caring today. <laughs> sharing is caring. That's right. <laughs> We're going to be having a good time. That's that's the bottom yeah. line. We're having a good time today. Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. And before we jump into all of that, let's tell you about our amazing sponsors, Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. 
In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use people. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So, Jennifer. Yes. You're back. You're back from your walkabout. You had a good vacation. I did. I did. Had a really good vacation. Really good. Did it ever occur to you to say, hey, Brandon Kim, why don't you join us in Mexico? Well, it didn't because the few times I've said, hey, Brian and Kim, can I join you in Indy? It just hasn't worked out um, (laughs) because Brian and Kim are very busy people. So Right. Yeah, but we are. But we would always make time for you. I'm shooting for Indy first before I really shoot for the stars and ask you guys to come to Mexico. That's... We had a visit from the cold northeastern part yeah. of Canada. We had a Canadian from no- breeze from blow the through. Scotia, <laughs> uh, from Nova Scotia. Luke and Luke Anderson and his wife Brienne uh, visited us. Luke's a pastor up there in the Scotia. Yeah, uh, brought me some Canadian goodies, and it was really a great visit. Um, love them; they're awesome. So, uh, Jennifer, I have a question for you. Okay, shoot. What is an embarrassing moment from your teen years? My teen years? Teen years. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think. I I felt like my whole existence as a teenager was somewhat somewhat embarrassing. You know, I I don't have an immediate one coming to mind. I have more in my adult years, I think, than my teen years. (laughs) I really do. Um, Well, give us us one, regardless of age. Okay, regardless of age. Don't be bound. Don't be bound by the strictures of age. (laughs) Okay, here's one. Uh, So... You can't relate to this because you've never been pregnant, but um, any of the moms that listen True. will. There's something when you're pregnant called like it's just like pregnant brain. You your your brain you get to a point where it just doesn't it's not firing on all cylinders anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Maybe all the energy is going to growing a child. But um, <laughs> so I was pregnant um, with our oldest son, and we were at a family like a birthday party at um, like a restaurant type of thing. There's games, all kinds of stuff, pizza place for the kids, mm-hmm. and. Um, I had to use the restroom. So I got up and I went mm. to the restroom. Now, when I stepped into the bathroom, I looked around. I thought, well, that's weird. They have urinals in the women's bathroom. <laughs> that's weird. So I head for the, and I'm like, man, and it's pretty messy. And there's a lot of toilet paper on the ground and stuff, but whatever. Why do they only have one stall? So I head for the one stall, use it. And I come on out like, man, that's really odd for a women's bathroom. Come on out. And I look and I make eye contact with Josh. And he's looking at me like, what just happened? And I'm like, what? And I turn around. I'm like, oh, oh, my gosh. I, I, I not only went into the men's restroom, saw the urinals, did not make the connection that I was in the men's restroom, used it exited and then at the and then afterwards it all came together in my mind and I'm like oh my gosh what did I just do pretty embarrassing oh, that is fantastic it could have that been way fantastic. worse it could have been way worse thankfully there was no men in there when I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine that that's but fantastic. um yeah yeah oh my gosh, so that's that's, that's awesome. definitely on the list how about fantastic. how about you uh well okay so mine will be from the teenage years it also involves a pizza place okay. um so Friday night uh, I don't remember how old I was. I had to probably be about 14, 13, 14. Uh, so we had this pizza place in, in Evansville. It was kind of the hang spot. 
uh, if you're an Evansville person, Godfather's North Park. Uh, so Friday night, uh, my a buddy of mine were in there. We had some some girls from school meet us. You know, that's at not the pizza place. Brian. That's not appropriate. <laughs> um, so we had them meet us at the pl- the place, and so. Uh, we ordered at the counter and then we had a booth that was right by the door, right by the entrance. And mm-hmm. so I was the guy carrying the tray of drinks mm. and, you know, you got four drinks on there. And, yeah. Um, so we ran into some other friends and, and instead of sitting the tray down on our table, I just held it. We're talking from friends, uh, talking with friends. And I don't realize that the tray is tilting. It's tilting. It's <laughs> tilting. And they're gone. <laughs> all, all four drinks all over the floor oh. by the main entrance. And oh. as a result, yeah, not great for a teenager, but as a no. result for a time, I went by the nickname Cups. <laughs> I was going to say a nickname had to come out of that one. Yes. Cups. <laughs> cups. Oh, man. Uh, so thankfully that one that one uh, lost its luster after a couple yeah. of months. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, those were not good. Those man. were not good. No, that's not good. Um, yeah, so fun to catch up, share a little... Piece of our history. Like, I'm sure Histories. the listeners are riveted by our lives <laughs> and our stories. They, <laughs> this is what they came here for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we always need to laugh. We do. We do always need to laugh. And with that in mind, do you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, you know them, you love them. They're prayer concerns and they come from you, right? People share uh, anonymously. They share the ways their congregations might provide feedback. And this is not positive feedback. We don't often share positive feedback. These are the roast moments, like call the burn unit. Uh, it sound is too loud. Why don't you do any hymns? Right. Why are there holes in your jeans? Why do you have red shoes on? Red seems to be a particularly yeah, triggering, irritating, a triggering little color. triggering color for the uh, the gentlemen in the congregations <laughs> for whatever reason. So uh, you can go to, to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com and share your uh, prayer concerns there. Just click on the prayer concerns tab. You can also DM those to us on any of the socials. Um, but we like to share these. And so please keep them coming. And uh, we do a couple of different versions of prayer concerns. This will be OG today, uh, just roasting by the congregation. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one, a sweet older lady came up to me after service. She grabbed my hands, looked me straight in the eyes and said, don't ever wear your hair like that. It makes you look fat. Oh my 
<laughs> is it just me or is it the old ladies that are just the most brutal? They just savage. It, I think savage. It's, it's like the sneak attack because they seem yeah. sweet. You know, grab yeah. grab the hands and oh, this is going to be a beautiful moment. And no, no, it's not. So when we were younger, do you ever watch the TV show Alice? No. Okay, it was a diner. It was, I think, it was in Arizona. You should. This should be like your favorite show. So Mel's Diner, right? There was a there was a one of the waitresses in the diner. Her name was Flo, okay. and her her catchphrase was "Kiss my grits." <laughs> so I, when I when I hear like a spicy older lady, I always think I always think I like to think of her name as being Flo. You should just call them all Flo and see what happens. Let's do that. That was a that, so number one was from Flo. Okay, okay. Number two, prayer concern number two. I got this comment recently, and they said worship was never this loud in the Bible. I replied with, obviously, you don't read the Amplified version. Oh, yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yes. She understood the assignment. <laughs> Ten points for wit right there. <laughs> I love that. I love of that. Amplified. Fantastic. That Fantastic. Great. great, great response. All right. Number three, prayer concern number three. I once had a woman leave a comment card for me that got put into my mailbox. And it said, quote, worship today wasn't for everyone especially not us older folks. We need you to cut the time down to about 15 minutes because our legs can't stand all those repeated choruses. I didn't leave the following week and got a phone message thanking me for, quote, fixing worship and listening to God's voice through her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. There's just so much there. There's so much the there. The Lord, she's like a prophet. A prophetess. <clears throat> she is. She is. Yeah, oh right? <laughs> Flow the prophetess. Oh, yes. <laughs> she has an Instagram right, number, handle. <laughs> number four. Prayer concern number four. We recently got this comment. Since it's drizzling with rain a little, are we still having church? No, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you feel free I mean, to stay home. I, yeah, like flow. <laughs> like it's a scheduled <laughs> event that is optional. Exactly, <laughs> nope. it's optional. We called it because of rain. Yeah, <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Oh, okay, the last one. This is the bottom. The last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. I got this comment recently that just said. It's really hard for me to get into worship because we don't sing any Casting Crown songs. <laughs> okay. You know, you can just listen to Caleb on your way home. You're bound to hear three. Right, right. There's going to be right. at least three that play. Hey, look, I'm a crownie. Is that what they call them? They're <laughs> fans, crownie? No, I don't crownies? think so. Sure, that's what they call them, yeah. yeah. I'm a crownie. I, you know, I'm not maybe a lot of participatory. I mean, they've done a couple of hymns records, but a lot of, maybe yeah. a lot of specials on those. Lot, yeah, those casting a lot of crowns, specials. You know? <laughs> So, fam, those are prayer concerns. Please keep sending yours in. You can go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com, and click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there. Uh, let's head into the next segment of the podcast that we call Sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall's well known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. 
you can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. If you would like more information about Marshall cameras, click the link in our bio and watch for this season's Free Church AV installs as we upgrade the winners with Marshall cameras. So we got a DM recently from a listener and it was basically like, okay, when you're a young leader and you really need a mentor, but you can't find one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. And I will say this, I have a huge mad respect for people who are entering into a, like a mentor relationship with a young leader. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of people do that with me when I was uh, just starting out in ministry made all the difference. Right. And so, man, what would be some good counsel for a young leader like that? As I say, first of all, I want to say I'm super proud of that young leader for mm -hmm. recognizing the need for mentoring. Yep. Um, because I do think that sometimes the temptation can be, okay, well, now I'm, now I'm in leading and I'm just going to kind of learn as I go or I already know enough. So first of all, huge high five, pat on the back, fist bump to that young leader for going, okay, I need I need some mentoring. I need some guidance in this because I think that that's, that's huge. Um, it's hard for me because when I first, when I, when I read that question, when it came through, you know me, I'm fiery. I don't know if it's the Irish in me, Brian. <laughs> I, the Lord needs to work on my heart because I read it and my first thought was I got angry at, um, I'll just be real, with the more senior leaders, you know, the people like us who've been, who've been in the game for a while. We've been doing mm -hmm. it. I, I, kind of got frustrated going, man, where, where are all of you? Because truthfully, a huge part of our role as leaders is to be looking to the next generation, to be pouring into them, to be, um, to be bringing them along. And I think maybe a weakness is that we see them as a threat because some mm -hmm. day they might have our role or our position. And to me, that's a bit of a scarcity mentality because we serve in a kingdom and, right. and God's kingdom is limitless. And so there's, there's always going to be something to get involved in a different way to serve him. But um, so first of all, I'm going to just sidebar and say all of that. Hey, listen, leaders, experienced leaders, those who are in positions of authority and you've been in this for a while, you have to be pouring into someone, pour into someone. There's, there's biblical backing for that. You can look at Moses and Joshua, uh, Elijah and Elisha, Jesus and the disciples. It's everywhere throughout the word, be pouring into mm -hmm. someone. Don't see them as a threat. Um, see them as an extension, truthfully. Yeah, they yeah. really are the mission. The goal of us as leaders is we need to replace ourselves. It is short-sighted leadership to not be doing that. So yeah. sidebar off of that. It's um, really good. It's a great <laughs> sidebar. Rant over. Maybe that should have been a Jenny on the box, but <laughs> rant <laughs> over. Um, so I would say this, because what it sounds like from this um, person's question is they're not finding anybody within their church. And so um, one of the, uh, most accessible things then that you can do is um, get your hands on some materials then to help grow yourself in the meantime. So there's there's great books out there. You know, we've recommended um, Zach Neese's book, How to Worship a King. We've recommended mm -hmm. The Reset by Jeremy Riddle. Um, uh, what, what's the one? Worship Matters. We've recommended that one. There's yeah, a lot of, yeah, but yeah. Bob Coughlin. Yep. There's a lot of incredible resources out there. So I would say, first of all, then try to grab grab some resources like that and just start reading to feed yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, podcasts. There's some great podcasts out there. Ours, other ones. <laughs> there's absolutely there's there's absolutely. there's so many um, resources that you can kind of look to to at least start pulling in the knowledge, pulling off of the experience of other people um, who have been doing it longer or in other spheres. Um, and then, secondly, I would say then maybe look a little bit beyond the borders of your church. Are there um, other yep. churches in the area, mm-hmm. other leaders in the area? Can you network with, um, maybe just start with getting in connection with other worship leaders in mm-hmm. your town, in your city. Just And I know that that can be awkward, you know, to reach out to someone, hey, I don't know you, uh, but I, I'm young, I'm a leader over here, and I, I would love to sit down and just, you know, pick your brain about some few things. You know, you don't have to hit them with, will you be my mentor right out the gate? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> have could, coffee, have yeah, lunch. Yeah, can we grab coffee? It- yeah. Take it slow. Yeah. Can we have a conversation? You know, yeah. um, just start looking um, and and see, because there, there are other people out there. There are. You got to do a little bit of work, but I think maybe you could find someone. Yeah. And I think um, you might find that you need more than one yeah. me- mentor. You know, uh, it, I was very fortunate in that uh, my mentors happened to be highly administrative um, as well as gifted in the worship mm-hmm. stuff, you know, song selection, theological stuff, all of that. Right. Um, if you can't find all of that in one person, find, uh, don't neglect the administrative right. detail, detail, detail mm-hmm. uh, side of it. You know, find somebody who's a gifted uh, administrator. Uh, you know, Jen mentioned other uh, churches. Um, maybe find, is, is there a college, a community college or some something in your area where you could, uh, you could, you know, sit in on a, a class or, or right. whatever. I mean, don't give up just, you know, you'll hear us say this regularly. Don't give up just because it's hard. Right. Um, and, and I do, I, just like Jen said, we applaud you for thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a really, really important piece of uh, ministry development. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great little DM. Um, okay, guys, we had a really great conversation. I wish you could have been there because we had some technical issues and they were hilarious. They were. But this guy is a gift to the body of Christ. And, uh, you know, the stuff that's happening at Gateway Worship and Gateway Church in South Lake Lake Texas, Dallas area, um, and all their campuses. I mean, uh, if you don't follow Gateway Worship, make sure you go follow them real quick and and follow Michael Bethany as Mm -hmm. well. Um, So let's dive into our conversation with worship pastor at Gateway Church, Michael Bethany. Well, the Worship Leader Props Podcast is excited to have Mr. Michael Bethany with us today. Michael, thanks for taking the time. Thank you for inviting me on. I'm I'm grateful. Oh, good to have you, man. We've uh, we've had our eye on you for a while. And uh, that silky voice, man. Right. Buttery. <laughs> it's yeah. buttery. Oh, it's like butter, shucks. Man. Come on, guys. <laughs> Michael, we've really been looking forward to talking with you. So how have you been? How are things going? Uh, I've been doing great. Um, I am enjoying my family during the summertime. My kids are at home. and Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Um, they're just <laughs> giving us plenty of extra things to do and clean up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, right now, I, I, I thought I'd be in my home studio, but it turns out I'm in my office. So I just rigged this all up. So I'm just at work and I'm taking a little time to talk to you guys. So it's, it's a good day. 
You guys are making well, my you, day a little bit more interesting than it would have been. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you look good and you sound good. So, um, and hey, by the way, you just had a birthday, didn't you? I did. I did. Well, happy belated oh, birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Where's the cake? Well, I know in the gift cards. <laughs> I heard you guys were generous. <laughs> Where's the cake? Where's the cake? That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, okay, so you serve as a worship pastor at Gateway Church in Texas, and we definitely want to talk about that. Uh, but before we get there, can we rewind just a little further and tell us a little bit about your story? Like, how'd you get into ministry? Well, I was born into it, literally. My father was a pastor. Uh, as a matter of fact, my mother and father were recording recording artists and pastors. And um, so they recorded an album literally when I was a baby, even while I was still in my, my mother's womb, they were recording an album. Uh, and oh, wow. that's when it was literally an album, an LP. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and so um, I, I grew up watching them. I have these vague memories and it's hard, hard to imagine, but my father validated them that before I was two years old, because my mother passed when I was two, I remember mm. sitting on the floor and watching their band rehearse in the basement. And I was literally sitting under my father's desk. He was mm. he was a pastor, so he had a desk and, a, mm. and his books, and I would sit under the desk and watch them. And he told me, yes, that's what you used to do. You did that. Isn't that crazy that I, rem wow. I have that memory? Wow. Mm. wow. Um, so that's how I grew up. And my father passed at a church in the inner city of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, and we no were, Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. <laughs> um, we were in the hood, y'all. Like we had revivals inside while their cars are being vandalized on the outside. And wow. Um, wow. we just, you know, we tried to reach the community, but we couldn't reach everybody. OK, but mm -hmm. um, it was an amazing upbringing. Uh, and in that we had a family that was all in church. Everyone played saying like we had the kind of family that your father told you. My, he told me what my purpose was before I surrendered mm -hmm. to the <laughs> to God. He's like, mm -hmm. you are a preacher. You are a worship leader. You are a keyboard player. You are a bass player. Like we're like, yes, sir. <laughs> and then, and then when my brothers like, what would happen um, inevitably at some point, my brothers would get really good, and then they would leave to go to another church, and my father would turn to me and say, whatever instrument they were playing, now you have to play. So I was like, I was like ah. So, <laughs> but but that was like the creative environment I grew up in, and talk about robust training, development, intense. I mean, as a kid, I'm directing the choir, leading the songs, and it's almost like a movie. You know, it's like that little kid, <laughs> just, ah, like I was that little kid. And um, and I grew up that way. And, and as I kind of got older, I got more serious about music and worship and discovered all the different things in the Bible and how that related to my talent and my purpose. And one thing led to another. It's a long story. I don't know if you guys mm. have enough time for all of it, but that's like the short beginnings of where I come from. Here's a little clip. If you want to think about where did Michael come from, just think of a small church with baby blue seats. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Just let that sink mm. in for a moment. Mm. Baby mm. blue mm. pews, mm. blue carpet, wood everywhere. And this there's a guy playing the guitar. It's my dad, and he's amazing. He's just playing oh, the guitar. Man. My brother's on the organ. My older brother's on the bass. My other brother's on the drums. I got a mic in my hand and I'm singing and people are running all over the place and <laughs> shouting. And I mean, that's a, a snapshot of my childhood. Oh, wow. man, take me back there. Yeah, man. Hey, that right. sounds awesome. Yeah, yep. What a legacy. Talk about a legacy. Gosh, that's that's awesome. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. So Brian mentioned Gateway. You're at Gateway. You're a worship pastor there. Yeah. Um, and, and talk about a dynamic ministry. That is a, wow. a ministry wow. in a church mm. that really moves the needle for churches all around the world, really impacts uh, yeah. churches everywhere. So mm. Mm. can you give us a glimpse behind the scenes of Gateway? Like, I'm sure a lot of us wonder, like, are you dealing with planning center declines like the rest, <laughs> like the rest of everybody out there? <laughs> what are things like behind the scenes? You know, Gateway is like any other church and then, and then unlike a lot of other churches. I have the privilege... I'm not, I'm not a gateway lifer. I didn't grow up here. So yeah. if you grew up in gateway, you had a very privileged ministry experience. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a lot of different experiences uh, from churches, itinerant ministry, artistry, touring. And, and I've had that kind of box of chocolate kind of ministry experience where you never know mm-hmm. what you're going to get. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so I know what that's like. And mm-hmm. so I appreciate um, how Gateway operates. And and it's uh, Gateway has grown. It hasn't always been the size it is. and hasn't always operated mm-hmm. at this level. But at the level it operates today, we are afforded some incredible opportunities and privileges. Mm-hmm. However, we still have PCO declines. We still have <laughs> plenty worship fails. We, you know, I, I, everyone, everyone. If if you leave worship for at least three weeks, you're gonna forget a lyric. Something's Absolutely. gonna go wrong. Absolutely. And you know, we just had one of those things happen not too long ago. Somebody's leading worship, and they they have a brain freeze, and the lyrics don't show up, and the and everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, it's it's okay. It's just a song. <laughs> right. We're gonna be okay. So all those normal things. You got people, and anywhere you have people, we have all of that in common. And there's not enough production, mm-hmm. money, resource in the world to change the dynamic of what it what it takes to lead people. The reality is, the more people you have to lead, the more challenges you will have. And there's not enough money to offset that. You've got to do the work in leading people well. So that's what we do here behind the scenes. Um, My role, I work in the central office where we oversee all of the campus activity. I primarily serve at the main campus, South Lake, where you guys see me on those videos. Mm -hmm. But I oversee another nine campuses and helping Mm -hmm. to help support those campus worship pastors and all the standards that they utilize there. Um, best practices, helping to make decisions, campus launches, and all kind of amazing things. And the list is longer than right. than I, I care to share in this moment. But we, we're busy, but we I feel like we have a lot more in common in many ways than people might think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, well, we're super grateful to watch. And, uh, and it, like Jen said, you move the needle for all of us. We've had uh, Mark Harrison, we've had Zach Nissan, and... Uh, we feel like Gateway is kind of family for us. And so it's great to have you on here uh, today. Um, so in addition to Gateway, you're a songwriter, you're a recording artist. Uh, you've collaborated with people like Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin, like some giants uh, in the in the in Christian music and gospel and uh, and so many others. And you're you've done tons of TV, Christian TV. Like how how in the world you mentioned that you have a family as well. Yeah. How in the world do you find time to juggle all of this? Well, I I didn't do all that in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you read my bio, I guess, but really um, over the course of, of my life and career, 
I've had I've had a lot of opportunities to do like a lot of different things in different seasons. So, mm. you know, when I was in my 20s, I did whatever I was told, went wherever I could. It was all about learning. It's being mm-hmm. in the studio all night long. And yeah, it was a little crazy back then. I, I did get a lot of complaints from my wife. <laughs> You're allowed to be dumb in your 20s. Like, you, it's totally okay. <laughs> and so I was very dumb. <laughs> I, I, I can remember times coming, because I was, I, I, I was bivocational, maybe tri-vocational. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a day job. And then I'd have a church that I'm leading worship it. Mm. And then I'd be on the road with Fred Hammond. So, mm. right? That's kind of yeah. stupid. Yeah. That's real dumb. That's, <laughs> That's dumb. a lot. That's, but, <laughs> you know, it's so interesting how you look back in those times. I remember telling my wife, this is not sustainable. Mm. And she said, duh. <laughs> and I said, I said, I know. But if you just ride with me, this season is temporary. And and in season, we're going to learn a lot. We're also going to meet people. Things will happen. Doors will open. And what we're doing today, we won't have to do like at some point. And, and that was very true. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I paid a lot of dues. And as the years progressed, I learned how to balance better. You don't I don't mm. think you ever balance perfectly. You, you just do the best you can. But I've learned a lot of wisdom. And I've also learned how to identify what season I'm in and eliminate everything that that season does not require of me. Mm-hmm. And it took years to, to figure that out. And then I learned, after I figured it out, like I learned I am valuable because God made me valuable. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take every opportunity to prove it. Right. Mm. Come on. Right? When you're young, you think, if I say no to this, I'll never get another chance. Mm. And I remember one of my... What seems to be a regret I carried for years is Aaron Lindsay reached out to me. And if you know, if you're into the gospel music side, he's he was huge for, for Israel Holt and then lots of other albums. He's an incredible producer. He reached out to me and he said, hey, uh, we're doing, I think it was the, uh, it was one of Israel's favorite records that he actually put out. And I got a call to go to Nashville and do vocals for that. And at nice. the time I couldn't. And that was one of the first times I said, well, I can't do it today, but if you can wait, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, sure. Wow. <laughs> you guys know how that went. They got somebody else who could do it. And I get it. But it was like, eventually I learned, you know, every no is not bad news. It's sometimes the no's you have to give or the no's you get become the necessary direction you need to be headed in. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, awesome. I learned that. Yeah. And um, I've learned a lot. So my wife loves me like so much and she's so happy because I'm <laughs> I'm incredible with balancing everything. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we need to get her on here. because why, yeah, why are you guys laughing? That's <laughs> not funny. That, that was one of my best. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Okay, we're going to get to the big room question in just a moment, but we have a lot of listeners who are maybe early on in their journey in ministry. They're just getting started out. So is there a piece of advice or some wisdom you could impart to them to just help them get a firm footing as they begin? You know, one of the, it's hard. You're almost asking me the big question now. Almost. <laughs> we want two things from you. So. Come we, want double, we want a double dip. <laughs> I've got plenty to say. Um <laughs> 
here's something that I think is super valuable. I think we spend a lot of time trying to figure out what we're going to do next. Mm. And we really need to figure out who we are now. Mm. Mm. Um, here's, here's why I say that. Many, many of the things, this podcast maybe, 20 years ago, you didn't think about this. You didn't even know that there would be such an opportunity. Uh, even, even I see your Instagram uh, page, and it's funny. It's a great post. But you didn't know you were going to do that. You spend more time cultivating who you are than what you're going to do. Mm. Yeah. And it's, the, mm. it's that confidence in being, um, being strong and rooted in identity that helps you think clearly about what you should or should not be doing. Even in that, like hearing the Holy Spirit, like you can't hear the Holy Spirit if you don't know who you are. That's why you got to, you really have to wrap your heart around verses like, you know, Romans 8 and 1, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You have to know mm -hmm. that you are truly accepted. And if mm -hmm. as long as you're still fighting condemnation or condemning thoughts and shame, then you're always distracted from your future and your purpose. You'll never get to the what if you don't really establish the who. Mm. And mm. you're not a, a singer. Singer is something you get to do with who you are. Mm. And mm. if you write songs from identity, you'll get to sing them. And sometimes you get to sing them to lots of folks. But here's where, where I think you really get the, the benefit of this truth. That if you don't ever sing those songs to millions, if you have a grasp on who you are, it won't crush your soul. Mm -hmm. Right, because once you find the value in who you are, you're okay with who you are wherever you are. Mm. Come on, that's good. That's gold right there, man. Yeah, come on. Um, wow. So while while you're while the iron is hot, let's hit that big room question. So if we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room and we handed you a microphone, what would you want to say to them? Mm, that is, I feel like just replay what I just said. No, no, actually, <laughs> you know, okay, so um, there, is a, there are a lot of things I would say, and I might say more than one thing. Uh, Absolutely. I would think that the integrity of who you are is all you bring to what you do. So how you do what you do mm. is a testimony of your identity. Right. The ex the excellence in, 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 in which you do the work you do is a testimony of who you are. It is it is really it's what Jesus it's the work of Christ is is a byproduct. Of who Christ is, mm -hmm. it, the, the fact mm -hmm. that he is holy, the fact that he is perfect is what makes his sacrifice worthy enough to be our propitiation. There's no way he could be our substitutionary atoning sacrifice if he isn't truly holy. Mm. Right? And so when you look at yourself, what you're bringing to what you do, if when people ask me, man, how do you do that? I, I don't settle. Right? It may look to some like I'm a perfectionist. I'm not. I just refuse to settle because God doesn't settle. He didn't settle for me. <laughs> he didn't settle with me. He didn't settle. The only thing he settled was for me, and that was the debt of sin. And he did a great job at that. Come on, and he didn't on. cut any corners on it. Mm -hmm. 
if you look at what worship is, and you guys will know this, right? This is this is the quintessential definition of worship. It is synonymous with the word sacrifice. And in the Old Testament, whatever that sacrifice was, it had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm not preaching of being a perfect person and doing things perfectly, but it sets a value for what you offer God. Mm-hmm. Whether you talk, whether you're talking Cain's offering that wasn't accepted. Whether you're talking about the the offerings that were accepted that that you see described in in Exodus and in Leviticus, you, it, however you start, you're going to find God being very specific about those things. And so when I look at my life, what I offer God, I don't settle because God is worth all of that. Mm. Well, you know, if we're not careful and we don't understand that it's not about what we do, it's about who God made us to be, then we can get caught in that trap of perfectionism. Now, however. Once you learn the value of who you are, you're never going to settle. Yeah. And so, so, so I think excellence is that's how I would describe it. But I'd also tack this onto it. I learned years ago that my natural talent is not my highest level of value. It's not even the it is not even the most valuable thing I have. I can sing, um, but here's what we do: many of us, when it comes to a talent. We we you have lots of talents and abilities, but you meet that obvious one first. And it's almost like, excuse me, I don't I don't mean to, to sound chauvinistic or anything like that, but this is just an idea. It's like you 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 the first girl you you meet is the girl you marry. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's like, oh, I can sing. That's all I am. Mm. Discovery is over. I don't I'm. I'm not dating myself anymore. I'm not getting to know myself anymore. I've <laughs> defined my whole life at nine <laughs> because I, I sang at a talent show. And what you end up doing is you end up exchanging the greatest of your value for the most obvious of your talents. Mm. And I learned like that's that's a mistake. You have to explore everything that God gave you, number one. But number two you have to be more vested in your spiritual giftings than you are your natural talents because they are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. When you're reading, when you're reading in Romans 12, when you're reading the spiritual gifts, you will notice that singing instruments that are not there. And I, I remember listening to Pastor Robert preach this years ago before I was at Gateway, and the Holy Spirit paused, told me, pause it, stop. Did he, did you hear singing? <laughs> and and I said, of course not. Read it again. And I learned then that natural gifts are from God, but they're not supernatural. And the difference is this. Your supernatural gifts, whether it be the gift of leadership or the gift of administration or the, or the gift of encouragement, whatever that gift is, it's proprietary to the Holy Spirit and it operates because of him. I can take my singing ability. I can do whatever I want to do with it. That's not proprietary. I can hook that up to any connection I'd like. Mm-hmm. So when I get tapped into who I am spiritually, then it empowers me to be more profound with my talents, but also helps me to explore all of the opportunities that I can use and, 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 and garner to give more glory to God. All that should say to you is this. God values you so much more than you could ever imagine. You have a lot more than what meets the eye. And even if people only think that you're great because you can do one thing, guess what? There's more to you than that. God's better to you than that. 
and he wants to be more involved in your life than you think. He doesn't want you just singing, but he wants you to know him, and he wants to literally use you by the Spirit and engage you at a deeper level. So not only are you talented, but you're spiritually gifted, and that's even more profound than anything you could ever perform. So that's something that's a, like a huge principle for me, but I digress because if I continue, I won't stop. So I was like, Michael's preaching some fire right now. I gotta right. stop. Come on, I've man. Got, Can't went, stop, won't stop. Can't stop. Well, gotta gotta Come stop. On. Gotta I was like, stop. pause it and go back and write some of that Come down. On. Man, yeah. that was yeah. good. Absolutely. That was so fantastic. Mm. Um, okay, so fam, we made a new friend today, obviously. Uh make sure you go follow Michael Bethany official on on uh, Instagram. There might be some unofficial ones out there. Just don't even mess with them. Michael <laughs> Bethany official. And go check out some of his music. He's got great stuff. Tell us about your new single. Walk this With is, You. Was, yes. Walk yeah. With You is, it's the newest song I've released. There are more songs coming, but that song is really like, I, I, I journaled my time with God. And then I went to a writing session and I sat down with uh, Mitch Wong and Rita Springer and we wrote about what God mm -hmm. revealed to me. Mm -hmm. And that's what that song, it's super, it's like reading my diary. Like, mm -hmm. And it's reading my experience with God and um, song super special to me. So I, I love it. I hope you do. I think if there's nothing else you get from that song, just like first thing in the morning, and I'm not promotion. I'm not, not promoting. I'm just saying, when you get up in the morning, play the song and just see what happens. Get somewhere quiet and just play the song yeah. and see what happens. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. So check out that new music. Follow Michael Bethany Official. Go follow Gateway Worship if you're one of the few yes, people who doesn't already please. follow them because their their content is just a constant stream of encouragement uh, in my day. So make sure you follow them. Michael, thank you so much for taking the time today. Man, it's an honor. Thank you guys for having me. I've had a ball. I wish we could do this again. Every every interview should be like this. I love <laughs> oh, you guys hey. are incredible. Come on. Thank you. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. say this every time but I, I like to go hang with that dude i know yeah he was really good he's funny he was. and then all of a sudden bam yep he would hit you with like <laughs> out of nowhere some like earth shattering <laughs> yeah really significant like spiritual wisdom mm -hmm. um man i was i was really encouraged by that conversation yeah love that dude yeah me too sweet sweet first soul. of all and he and i was talking with somebody recently and he goes you know what that dude makes me never want to sing again oh i know Right, those vocals are silk. I know you told us to follow Gateway, and but I can't watch. The, no, just, right, <laughs> they're incredible. The, He's they're incredible. incredible. Their team is incredible. So yeah, yeah love them. Amazing. Love yeah, Gateway. Amazing. I love them. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode one eighty nine. Remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you are getting your podcasts. We I feel like we tell you this every week. That way, you don't have to go looking for us. We're just right there, waiting for you to hit play every single Tuesday morning. Yeah bright and early like a cronut, subscribe a warm cronut <laughs> do us a, do us a favor head on over to apple podcast leave us a five-star rating with a nice review drop some beautiful words in there yeah help encourage other people to listen along and join in on the journey help us yeah. get the message of the podcast out i like more that people join in on the journey join us on the journey right i mean they they other people people should be hearing about our most embarrassing moments 
I just, right? that's what the world needs more of. They both involve pizza places, which is, they do. as a result of that has made me hungry for pizza. Right. It's yeah. I'm ready for some lunch. So <laughs> <laughs> make sure you go do that. And listen, thank you so much for following us, for engaging with us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and even over there on Twitter. You can find us by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Props. Right, man, we got some straight gas going on on the socials, man. I don't know who taught you that, but we need to have a talk with them privately <laughs> after this. I'm immediately straight gas. So I'm, I'm, I straight think it's gas. was it Ashlyn? Yeah, I'm it was gonna Ashlyn. I'm gonna text. It him sounds this, it this sounds uh, soup snatch though, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> soup snatch. Oh man, um, guys. <laughs> speaking of natch, our friends at Maven Media Productions—they're like unbelievable. Really unbelievable people. They are skilled, gifted, creative, um, and Jesus loving mm-hmm. artists. And they they are helping us a ton uh, with our podcast. They're editing all the graphics you see. Uh, Ashlyn is making those uh, straight gas reels that you see that are video excerpts from the the. I'm texting the, uh, him the right podcast. now <laughs> <laughs> from the podcast. Uh, but here's the deal, Maven. They, they could do the same thing for you. Like uh, if you're, um, gosh, you're writing a book or your church is trying to develop a social media presence, um, you're looking into some uh, improvements to your website, leadership consulting, whatever it is, they're great. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we talk about Allie all the time who edits our podcast, Heath Bottomley, who's been a guest of the podcast. Um, and he and Scott, you know, they talked about, Scott talked about last week, they're writing a new book, mm-hmm. uh, fight for the future, all kinds of good stuff coming out of mavenmediaproductions.com. So go check them out. Um, tell them we sent you and, uh, they will crush it for you. And you know what? Thanks to my bro, Scott Hoke for our intro. There's a lot of love in there this is. pod today, it's right? A lot of love. A lot yeah. of love for our people. If you're in the circle, we got a lot of love for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that includes all of you listeners as well. So thanks for listening to episode 189. We love you guys. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.